This show contains language and topics which some may find inappropriate for those under the age of 18. In keeping with this, some parts of the show have been edited for your own sanity. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. Hello and welcome all you lovers of the macabre and the supernatural. Welcome to the very first episode of Geshcast Supernatural, Glasgow's spookiest podcast. Whoa. I'm Gav. I'm Philip. I'm Chris. And I'm Jerry. Now you may be wondering why would we team Gesh, the same folks who brought you Geshcast Gaming Podcast, Glasgow's number one gaming podcast and best in the West, suddenly decide to bring you a show about the supernatural. Phil, why don't you tell the people at home Let's just say it's a supernatural fit. <laughs> the best. <laughs> yes, expect more of that. <laughs> yeah, kind of caliber of laughs. Yes. So supernatural, a new frontier in which to investigate. Absolutely. The macabre, the desperate, the profane domain. Not something that we feel that we can do just ourselves, Phil. We need yeah. help. We had to outsource. Yeah, absolutely. We got in touch with the agency uh-huh. and they sent over two YTS boys. <laughs> the podcast outsourcing society yeah. said, you need some goddamn experts on here. Poss sent us over. Stand in Jerry. Stand up guy Jerry. Stand- oh shit, sorry, I misread my notes. Escaping in from Bangalore. Yeah, yeah, fresh from a steamy room. And also the much requested... Velvet Glove. The Velvet Glove. Well, before we get into how we're all doing... I'm just going to tell you a wee quick bit about the show, what we're here to do, get down to the nitty gritty of this the show. The bare bones. The bare bones. Of the ra- a skeleton. The raw boss of this skeleton. Mm-hmm. So each episode we're going to decide upon a supernatural topic. Each of us are going to bring one example of a specific phenomenon. And we're going to grade them via the new Geshcast Pentacle system, which we're going to get into later. Finally, we're going to pit them all against each other to decide which of our paranormal picks stands out as the cream of the creepy crop. And they're going to be declared real. Real. So exactly. who, whoever wins each episode will become real. What is real? Future real. <laughs> exactly. And at the end of the year, <laughs> at the end of the year, this quadratic brotherhood are going to revisit our pantheon of the phantasmal, and we're going to see who will raise a hand, a tentacle, or a claw in victory as the Geshcast supernatural champion. The ultimate beast or fantasy. The ultimate beast. In this episode, vampires from around the world. But before we get to that, let's experience some extra personal perception. You're listening to Gash Cat Supernatural, completely unaware that I am behind you. And we're back! Happy Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) Date stamping the episode like we said we wouldn't do. Uh, Yes, so, why don't we introduce ourselves? I shall start... Okay. My name is Philip. Hello, Philip. <laughs> and the skills I'm bringing to the table, I believe that I'm very perceptive and I'm able to spot the things that should not be oh. around us. Nice. I'm going to use that when we're when I'm sourcing out beasts and creatures. Okay. And I think it'll be really productive. <laughs> right. <laughs> we cool. Okay. I've I've done some tests this morning, mm-hmm. and my aura at the moment is currently a dull yellow. Oh. 
Read into that what you will. I thought I could see a dull yellow around you. Mm. Stink lines. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello everybody. Gavin. <laughs> I'm Gavin. I'm With me as always is Gavin. Always trusty. Uh-huh. Uh, I am an expert in cryptozoology and ice-based magic. Uh, a little fact for you. The were in werewolf comes from the Latin via, a man, as in virility. <laughs> I love that fact. Yep. Love and that uh, fact. my inner moon is an eighth house of Aquarius, and it feels brilliant. Congratulations! How yeah. long has it been like that? Uh, it's been pretty. I've had them um, like the I'm every woman yeah. playing yeah. behind me. Whoa, body form! A proper body form moment. Yeah, Chris, yes. new to the world of podcasting. What do you bring to the table? I am the Velvet Glove, Chris Chalmers. Um, Much heralded. <laughs> Full name, no less. Yes. No fucking about. <laughs> you leave um, you out. Skills that I bring to the table. I am the fastest roller at Donkey Konga. Mad rolls. Alleged. Oh, definitely. Come on, lads. Come on, lads. Keep the competition. Keep it supernatural. Keep it supernatural. <laughs> it is that good. It's supernatural. <laughs> it's frightening. It is. <laughs> How fast you are. Scary. Uh, fact about me. I played saxophone in the Lethal Weapon films. <laughs> that is very, and, uh, <laughs> very true. Dude, my, my, uh, my star sign is rising. And Jupiter's in the fourth house, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's very lucky. Yeah. No. That's yeah, very that's lucky. So that's good. Really and similar to our subject today. Yeah, like, I'll leave it there. Like being shat on by a bird. Jerry, Jerry, no longer locked in your steam room. You're free to fly. Guestcast video games podcast behind us. How are you feeling about our John and the Supernatural? Very excited. Yeah. And a bit freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a steam room for the first time for realsies recently. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully no fat men. Nice. Um but yeah, my name's Jerry. Mm-hmm. I think I'm cynical and logical. Nice, we need that. We so, do. We need somebody to ground us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll be the anchor. Oh, that's me. Um also I can bend my knees the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're expecting we're expecting that goes to <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Wait, let's see that shit. So this is, oh, don't, don't, this makes for good radio. Don't, right, okay. Don't, no, let's see. Oh! Sweet kid! Oh! I can't watch. Oh, I can't watch. Mate, it was really, really good. I can't watch, man. I'm fucked up with these. He actually can. <laughs> I don't want to ever see that. Ever. Jerry, you do both at the one time. Oh! That is incredible. Um, we'll get that up on the website. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think I gained that skill when I died. Yeah, well... Let's Again, not blow our wads right now. I think we should constantly tease the fact that Jerry officially died. Yeah, Jerry officially that'll died. Be, that'll what be, be our, a big blowout episode. It'll be the story of Jerry. That'll be dying. Supernatural 50 where we get sick of this. The yeah. last podcast you realised no one spoke to me. <laughs> the same clothes all the way through it. Uh, exactly. No, I think that's, a, a, that's an episode almost in itself. Mm. What did he see? What doesn't he now want with us? Yes. Why what? is he here? Why does he come back? Why is Jerry here? Touched by an angel. <laughs> that's my line um, and how I'm doing uh, the yarrow sticks fell auspiciously this morning oh yeah it's looking pretty good that is very and very also prosperous. a black cat genuinely ran in front of me today so I don't know if it's that's the worst advantage. isn't it when that happens you're like is that cool is it lucky is it unlucky mm-hmm. hello Mr Magpie salute is this occult <laughs> did it feel occult when the cat ran in front of you no I'm glad I didn't run it over when male or female cat Oh, you were in the car. I was in the car. Does that count? He didn't flip up over there. Stick a fucking <laughs> blowing around his genitals until you can reveal something. Reaching for a cotton bud in his bag. <laughs> I don't know if it counts when you're in the car because surely it makes your car lucky or unlucky rather than you. Yeah, Still though, don't say that. The car's unlucky. Don't no, worry. the car's very lucky, Jerry. Don't worry. 
Remember, Jerry, you're the grounded one. You should be like, bah, luck. Jerry's often told me that I make my got, own luck. He's got lucky in that car quite a lot. Jerry has Well, thank you very much for introducing ourselves. Let us join hands and begin the first seance. So I uh, used to be a werewolf, but uh, now I'm I'm fine. So, news from around the globe, paranormal news. Coming from the far reaches this of is man's hot mind. and fresh out the kitchen, lads. <laughs> and very topical for today's subject. Are you ready? I no. Am. Begun to become ready. <laughs> <laughs> Begun to become ready, please, ladies and gentlemen. This is from The Telegraph, a well-established human newspaper yep. in the UK. And it's from July... Of this very year, 2013. Around my Lord. Archaeologists in Poland believe they found a vampire grave in a construction site <laughs> in the south of Poland. South of Poland. Skeletons were found with their heads removed and placed on their legs, indicating they'd been sub- subjected to an execution ritual designed to ensure that the dead stayed dead. Bearings. I'll do it. Anybody accused of being a vampire in the distant past faced a grim fate. Sometimes they would be decapitated. Whilst another punishment involved hanging from a giblet until decomposition resulted in the head separating from the body. In both cases, the head was then laid on the legs of the victim in the hope that their inability to locate the head would hinder the process of those intent from rising from the grave. So these remains were found in a construction site Mm -hmm. on a ring road near the town of Gluis. And Imagine. came as a surprise to archaeologists, more accustomed to finding the human detritus of the bloody fighting of the Second World War. Holy moly. Dr. Jacob Prezek, one of the archaeologists in site, said the skeletons were found with no jewellery, belt buckles, buttons, or anything that could aid the task of determining their age. Well, thanks, A modern expert. day mystery. What about their bones? Can't they <clears throat> eat their bones? Instead of no. having, like... No. So these... <laughs> they're completely unable. Come on. They're Come completely on. unable. Come on. These builders were... Expecting to find soldier jobbies. Yes. Yeah. And they found hats, vampires. Hats, guns, and what have they found? Blood sucking demons. Insane. Now, <laughs> if you were to be buried with no head, mm-hmm. do you think that would impede you in getting back out of the grave? Fuck no. No. Especially I would, when. I'll climb right out of that grave. Surely the I idea. I wouldn't bother getting my head. <laughs> Just right off. I think if you right conquer death. Not having a head, at least your body. Well, yeah. surely you put it further away than between your legs. Yeah. I was thinking that when you were out saying of that, arms reach, I would put it in a separate pit yeah. or swap them. Yeah, I would fucking punt it pit, away. Just separate heads. You, <laughs> yeah, you, you get your mates in. I like that. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That could cause a whole reanimator scenario, though. Which is yeah. dangerous. What if they buried a vampire with the head of a notorious serial killer, mm. and then it'd be extra fucked up if you put the head on him. Yeah, it would be extra fucked up, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) For both of them. (laughs) Any other supernatural news that anybody wants to bring up? Well, what I did do recently was say, how can technology aid us in our quest and, you know, finding out more about the supernatural? So, as anyone would, I've looked on my iPhone and iOS 7 makes it easier than ever to find (laughs) ghosts. So, I looked up an app called Spirit Box. Spirit Box... I will, I'm sad to say, available for 69p, and I did buy it, is an app which uses the, essentially uses the environment around your iPhone, it Mm -hmm. detects shifts in certain things that can only be caused by ghosts, and allows those ghosts to then communicate with you through certain words. 
Now, the first thing that happened when I turned it on said it was going for a back and forth for a little while and it eventually came up with the word torso. <sighs> now, as anyone will know, torso was one of the original 13 ghosts, part of the Black Zodiac. Of course, of course. Chill to the bone, I decided to, to, to you know turn it off. But tonight, I will let it run its full course. Through the show. At, and at the end of the show, I will let you know what these ghosts, the ghosts of Phil's house, are saying. That's Spirit Box, available on iOS, 69p. <laughs> I have two brief... I'm a uh, shareholder in Spirit Box. <laughs> spectral <laughs> things that I want to bring up. I, I think I mentioned before that once I was climbing the stairs in my house, and I thought I heard Louisa say something to me, mm-hmm. but she didn't. Yeah. Louisa being my wife, listeners at home, his my partner. dead wife. <laughs> uh, but the other day, I was coming down the stairs, and I thought I saw somebody go through one of the doors. What? Am I going mental, or is this place haunted? Are you? Did you actually see someone, or did you just got like a? a, a brief... I got a, a glimpse that my brain perceived as somebody going through a door. And what can you describe what you saw in terms of the shape of the thing or a force or being? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't like to go into it. I just got the impression that somebody went through a door. Not impossible. A Not lot of impossible. Times. And it did prevent me from coming down to the basement later to check the back door was locked. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just gonna go to bed. <laughs> when you're scared of your own home, that's the, yeah. that's the bad point. I will occasionally something happens in my house, like uh something happens that's untoward. Like, you know, something will, I will not maybe knock something <laughs> over, let's say, or I hit my head off something because I'm big. I will be like blaming it on the house. Yeah. Sometimes ghost house. Exactly. Something maybe falls in another room and I'm not in that room. And I will occasionally say to the house, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting it be known. The ghost checker, as uh-huh. now the uh-huh. spirit uh-huh. Update. came up with the term lustful blacksmith. Oh. Jerry, if you could note that down <laughs> in the minutes. <laughs> Uh, I think something that's been on a lot of our minds of late and a lot of media has been the Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot's been getting a lot of press at the moment. John Bigfoot. Because there's been some recent uh, DNA comparisons done. Have you been following this story at all? Yeah, yeah. I saw, I, saw a, I read a, an article and then saw a news that I read for a programme that I didn't watch, unfortunately, so mm-hmm. I don't really know. But was it not that they found hair or something? And they some found hair. Bigfoot pubes. Did they... <laughs> Just on a, they, put, they put a giant porcelain bowl out in the woods and they just <laughs> came across it at the end of the film. So do you know anything about the DNA? Cause the DNA, DNA results are in. They're the, back. The DNA was clean. What did Jeremy Kyle say about Bigfoot? <laughs> the hair samples from a Yeti, another name for a Bigfoot, mm-hmm. were found to be a genetic march, match with an ancient polar bear that could date back 120,000 years. And were found to be positive for THC. <laughs> he was high as a kite. He was high as a goddamn lord. Now, this, this is interesting because now what happens? Does the Yeti exist? Because this bear cannot be 120,000 million years old. Let's not rule that Open out. Open your no. mind. The thing is, though, if it's, a, <laughs> if it's a bear, it's not exciting anymore. If someone well, finds an oldie bear... Mm. As what, far as you want, want, a monkey man. You want a monkey man is what you want. Yeah, you want the, the perfect... Bigfoot, you want Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, and, and even if it doesn't look over its shoulder at you, as yeah. you find it, it's not Bigfoot. Ah, exactly. Well, what I'd suggest everyone does is check out uh, on Netflix, there's a great film called uh, 1313 uh, <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> if you could check that out. 
That'll get you all you need to know about Fact-based documentary. Yeah, exactly. And it's pretty sexy. As far as I'm aware, uh, the word Yeti actually comes from uh, whatever the fuck it is, like fucking Malaysian or Taiwanese fucking (laughs) breakdown. All about the hard fact. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to look up as we speak. The name does break down to mean something like Big Bear Man or something. something. (laughs) Maybe Nepalese. Let's have a look. Carry on. So in this, our first episode, the main event, our first big topic, vampires from around the world. Uh, each of us in turn will present their chosen vampire, and when we're done, we'll convene in the Chamber of Blood to decide who's going to come up trumps, based on the pentacle system. Now, here you say, what is the pentacle system? What, what is, is the, the pentacle, pentacle system? system? Thanks, lads. The pentacle system is our way of judging how good a beast is. So we'll measure on five different points, which are murderousness what is the bloodlust behind this thing will it kill you at the drop of a hat or is it more of a terror based thing mm. disgustery how bogging is this thing is it completely falling apart or is it quite nice would you shag it <laughs> of course physical strength how strong is it that, that goes without saying way. and influence uh, influences things like can it control the human mind how is it permeated through uh, history, cu- history culture does it have a film <laughs> yeah, and finally fear factor how scary is this thing so that's murderousness disgustery physical strength influence and fear factor all of these things will be taken into consideration with each one of our chosen topics first off Phil would you like to take us through your chosen arsehole I shall vampires from around the world hits the cradle of life Africa <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have to try and pronounce this now. The Tikoloshi. The Tikoloshi is an African vampire that looks like a baboon. Okay. Okay. A baboon. I like the name. Suspiciously like a baboon. (laughs) Very much so. A little too much like a baboon. But perhaps there may be more to this story than just its baboon face. This vampire creature is found in folklore of the Ehosha people of <laughs> Lithosho in the southernmost African plains. Yeah, look it up. I'm painting the picture for you. I can okay. see it. I can it's see very it. Very much like the Lion King. Described as short and bulky, the Tikoshi has a high forehead and a balding head. There's nothing worse than a low forehead. Believe me. Said to have shape shifting abilities and can take a human form to look normal since it has monkey like traits. In some cases, it will take the shape of a bird-like creature with a skull head. Jesus, that's pretty wide-ranging, isn't it? It's like a triple changer. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's the blitzwing of the, the supernatural community. Yeah. <laughs> this African vampire did not drink blood, but was a psychic vampire. Oh, feeding on the energy <laughs> of its victims. Known for its sexual appetite, raping and feeding off the life force of women, generally leaving the, woman, the victim weak. Mm. It would approach women during the day in the shape of a human, Offer help or assistance to the woman in return for sexual favours. Oh, Ted Bundy. If the woman said no, the creature would revert to its baboon form, <laughs> leaping on her before it's she like, had a second to react. Do you want some help carrying those jugs? <laughs> I, and, 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 <laughs> and in return, I will have sex with you. And they're like, no. And suddenly it comes in your fucking big baboon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, <laughs> horrific as it may sound, the woman would then be raped. This baboon style creature would leech the life force from her very being. Well, raping though. 
at the same time, that's a double kick. whammy. That's a really kick. It's a that's kick in the arm. Uh, when the creature was in its skull-headed bird form, it could spread disease wherever it went. Its claw can create a, a lingering sickness that no one can cure. No uh-huh. one. Uh, some legends do say, however, that a witch doctor can trap and destroy the Takoshi's power by luring it with milk. <laughs> Likes a wee bit of that, it. ladies and gentlemen, is the Takoshi. My goodness. Who's next? Jerry? I'll go for it. Okay. Grab him. Grab him. Uh, I'd just to ask a question. Has anyone been ravished by a nympho with a dropping wound in her neck? <laughs> no. Not today. They, you've not been to Brazil, my friends. Carnival! <laughs> Rio! <laughs> I'm going to talk about... The... <laughs> Says it when you come to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> the the Lobishaman. Ooh. The second of the difficult to pronounce creatures yeah. uh, this evening is a vampire and or werewolf. Christ. Depending on if it's Portuguese, werewolf. Okay. Or if it's Brazilian, vampire. What can we take from that? Mm. <laughs> they're hairy in Europe and they're shaved in South America. I think that's what we can take from. Is that where the Brazilian <laughs> town comes from? <laughs> they like to speak Portuguese and the uncertainty over their nature, I think, makes them more dangerous. Do you use vampiric techniques to dispatch this? Or do you have to use the werewolf stuff? Is that silver bullet? Yeah, true. Stake mm. through the heart. We yeah, that's very true. We don't yeah. know. Dangerous. They don't try to kill, they just like to feed. So they're like a leech and they'll feed off the victim's blood until they're full. But they're smart because they like to keep the herd alive and feed again later. That's good. That I like good. it. Sneaky. Dig it. I dig it. And exotic. So their purpose is beyond feeding. I'll come to that in a minute. They tend to target women. They like the ladies. Why not when they're being chased? They're always, you know, scantily clad ladies in these horror things. Latino blood, isn't Latino it? Latino blood. Um, they don't like to kill, but they aim to ruin the lives of those they feed. Oh, really? It's truly, <laughs> the truly grim. Very neighbours. Truly is the Vince McMahon. Of the days of our lives of vampires. Because the women who are bitten by these creatures turn into nymphomaniacs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound like it's ruining their lives. <laughs> the victims become like vampires and they prey on flesh Feasting on boners, lots of innocent human boners. <laughs> <laughs> their desire becomes so much that they break their own marriages and the hearts of their husbands and, you know, the fallow periods of the neighbours. Um, they basically become like a hen knight. <laughs> that is quite bad. That's pretty bad. They're said to have been created by witchcraft or by a couple living in sin. Oh, one of us here is living in sin. Sin. Sin, <laughs> sin, sin. Half of us are living in sin. How do you I'm s- loving it. <laughs> How do you spot one? Well, they blend in, you know? And again, like another one, they are ape-like in appearance. Ooh. They've got sharp teeth. They used to break hot young nympho flesh. They've got really furry bodies. They're bald of head. And they're hunchbacked. So they're really sexy things, you know? But that's not the most notable physical characteristic. They have large slipper-like feet covered in soft fur, which they use to muffle sounds as they stalk their prey. Love it. Yep. Stealth. Big Finally, they're three inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> so watch out, ladies. Actually. Three inches tall, at fact. So watch out, ladies. A typical vampiric lobishman attack will follow this pattern. They sneak up on you with big stealthy hobbit feet. They bite you with their black, sharp teeth. They suck your blood, turn you into a nymphomaniac, ruin your relationships, and they're three inches tall. So to protect yourself from a bishman, you need to lure it in and trap it like a mosquito, apparently. You let it suck your blood until it's drunk on it. Mm-hmm. And then while it's dopey, 
quickly crucify it to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> After crucifying it, you must stab it repeatedly with a steel blade to ensure its demise. Be careful not to touch the blood because that's fatal. Yep. But killing it might be difficult because it seems to be conflicting advice. It seems that letting it suck your blood mm-hmm. turns you into a sex maniac. Yeah. But it seems the only way of killing it. So I think that I think maybe men have embellished this a wee bit. Yeah. Telling their lady friends that they have to be selfless in this regard. So finally, throw yourselves on that grenade, ladies. Mm. <laughs> I love Lots it. to live by. I love it. Well, there we go. Yeah. Very exciting. The low Bishman. <laughs> Deadly yet sexy. Christopher, what? why don't you come a little closer to the mic and tell us about your lovely, lovely face. So my vampire is Arnold Paul. <laughs> Arnold Paul. No, Arnold. Oh. No okay. Arnold. I may, I may say Arnold. He's known in some texts as Arnold. Oh no. So Arnold Paul. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he's a Serbian, uh, living around about seventeen twenties. Um. The important thing about this story is the fact that it was observed by three Austrian medical officers and was reported as fact to yeah. the Western press, as in vampires are real. Yeah, it vampires was, are alive. Yeah, it's like vampires, vampires are, alive. are real. Yeah. Um, they're living in Serbia. <laughs> Watch yourself. Um, so it all started um, with basically Arnold's death. Okay. As most stories don't. Um, he, <laughs> fell, he fell off a, a hay wagon and breaks his neck. The worst mug. Uh, yeah, yeah, hay wagon. <laughs> Terrible safety record. Um, so after his burial, people start complaining that they see him coming at them at night. Coming at them? Yeah, yeah, he's dead and buried, but coming towards his ho- the house and like outside the house and outside the window. But not sealing the deal coming like, in. Like coming in and then um, four people subsequently die. Oh, four people oh. were complaining okay. of seeing him outside <laughs> the house. Oh, you, you put in, do you mean you write letters? <laughs> <laughs> they, wrote, they wrote the letter, sent them off. Your Serbian um, paper. Yeah, so four people die, so people start freaking out. And they start remembering the stories that he told of his time in the in the service in the war. Um, he once talked about being attacked by a vampire in Turkey. Okay. Um, but he claimed that he destroyed the vampire that attacked him. It's ballsy. It's pretty ballsy. It's pretty ballsy. But get what he did. Cause he didn't. He don't want to become a vampire. Do you mean you get attacked yeah. by a vampire? You're going to become a vampire. So what he did to protect himself. This is really cunning. He ate the dirt from the vampire's grave. <laughs> right? I like it. I like it. I do that like wasn't it. that wasn't enough though. That wasn't enough. He smeared the vampire's blood on himself. Wow. Oh, he's a fucking genius. <laughs> Good on him. You so, know what? Yeah, Good people, on him. People start remembering this and they're, they're, they're thinking, right. Like, can he this be a guy, vampire if he did all that? He uh, went to those this, this, this might not have worked. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what they're really thinking. Not that this guy's mental. So they, for, this is 40 days after he's buried. They decide to exhume the body. So they dig him up and find the body still fresh. What? Still completely fresh. Blood coming out of the nose, blood coming out of the ears, the eyes and the mouth. And like, fuck. So done. <laughs> so they like, vampire. So they get a stake. Boof, straight through the heart. Uh-huh. Bleeds profusely from the wound. Like, vampire, definitely. Uh-huh. So they take him, burn no him, stick his, uh, his ashes back in the grave. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, what about those four people that he killed? So they dig them up, boom, stake through the heart, burn them back in the grave, like diamond. Done. Five years later, <laughs> diamond. Jobs are good. <laughs> jobs are good. Everyone's delighted. Five years passes, not a whimper, and then suddenly, <laughs> you got me by the balls here, Chris. I know. Suddenly, an old lady dies, um, and then following her death, another sixteen people die. 
12 of the 17 cases apparently involve death after a sudden and short illness. It's believed that five years before, um, she had eaten some mutton from a sheep. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, the vamp- <laughs> that the vampire, Arnold Paul, had feasted upon. Ah, oh, shut up. And then when she died, it came into fruition. She was back alive. So the three medical officers arrive, the three that I mentioned earlier. Um, they do not fuck about. They exhume all, all 17 of the bodies. Yep. Um, and five of those bodies have, have decomposed as normal. Uh-huh. The others have not. What? Um, the 12 that remained were apparently in the condition of the vampire. Oh, <laughs> The so, coat. Yeah, the, bo- the bodies are examined. <laughs> Massive <but> amulets. <laughs> really great cheekbones. <laughs> exactly, all pale and beautiful. Um, yeah, so they, they examined the, the bodies mm-hmm. and find that the t- internal organs were all fresh, with fresh blood inside them. What? So definitely vampires. So boom, the bodies um, are all beheaded, cremated by hired gypsies and scattered into the river. Good. Uh, but as I said, this, <laughs> Good. the important thing about this is it was reported as fact and examined by three, mm-hmm. at the time, medical officers, the top in, top in the profession. Mm-hmm. So, boom. Explain yeah. that. Boom, yeah. explain that. Explain so, that. Modern science. Yes, go back. Um, it's, it's disgusting. Uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's but disgusting. it's good to hear uh, not just rumour or lore, it's good to hear some cold hard facts in the show. Yeah. Already. For once. I like it. For once. I like it. Kevin, what is your bee sting? <laughs> My bee sting is <laughs> Jiangxi, also known as the Chinese hopping vampire. <laughs> now, these are reported as early as the 18th century. And these vampires come from China and surrounding countries. Their usual physical traits are long, sharp fingernails, fangs, and a shock of white hair. Mm, okay? Nice. Now cement that in your head. This is just a shock of white hair. A shock of white Not hair. A whole head of white hair. No. It's a shock. Salt, a shock. A shock. Salt and pepper. Shock is probably the best word for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, you'll see them in the official garments of the Qing Dynasty, long ornate silk robes. Of course. And they get around by hopping with their arms outstretched in front of them. So if you imagine like your typical zombie in front of your arms, but they hop on the legs because they're full of the full of the rigor mortis. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because they're full of the rigor mortis. High tensile strength. Sense, eh? I've got they the have to hop. Sense. Now imagine these pricks jumping after you. Uh, Horrifying. Do they say alley oop as they hop? <laughs> they, they, they should. <laughs> but like most vampires, they'll hide in caves and coffins during the day. They'll strike at night. But I like uh, the ones that you came up with earlier. They're uh, they drain your life energy, mm. and that's how they come back. Uh, if a dead body is not buried and is either struck by lightning or a pregnant cat jumps over the grave, <laughs> these things can come back as Yang Shi's. Oh, God. This is from Wikipedia, almost, saying that sometimes a person's soul just fails to leave the deceased body due to an improper death, suicide, or just wanting to cause trouble. Mm. They will come back as a Yang Shi. Uh, it's difficult to say with Yang Shi's about how scary they are. Really? <laughs> I don't necessarily know how scary I don't know. I think it's... Uh, if you if I was over in the Far East mm-hmm. and I was being chased by a hopping zombie life sucker, yeah. it's fairly frightening. Well, friend I'm of the I'm picturing sh- myself in a cherry blossom garden. Ah, exactly. Crossing over a wee bridge. Well, this is why 
short short aside is that I was given a, a DVD by a friend at work, uh-huh. Marcus, just to give him his shout out on the show. I may have not even got in that. He gave me a film called Mr. Vampire. And he said, watch it. It's great, it's great, it's really funny. You know, it's one of these kind of cheesy, fun films. And it, when I was doing the research for this show, I found out that they are the the vampires are these, these young cheese. And I was like, holy shit, I'll need to watch this now. Didn't. I've had the DVD <laughs> for about a year now. But I was looking at things about how you can beat them. And you can beat them in the usual vampire ways, take through the heart, exposure to sunlight, uh, all the Count Dracula stuff. And then... There's other things like if you put a, if you take a mushroom from a grave and you put it inside the, the Jiangxi's sock mm. and then throw him into a river, that's him. Fucked. That's him aye. fucked. Oh, if he's got a mushroom, mushroom sock, aye. Mushroom, the old mushroom sock. you got to be careful there, man. I always check my socks. Also, other things that can stop them are brooms. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Just and a... brooms and rakes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so typical garden. Is it kind of Larry Curly and Moe? Like they walk into the rain. Yeah. But yeah, that's the that's the Zhang Shi. Um was Mr. Vampire, no they haven't watched it yet. Yeah. That was based on the Zhang Shi vampire. Mm-hmm. Similarly, is Mr. Nanny based on a vampire? <laughs> based on the Nong Shi. <laughs> it's based on the Hulk Shi. Based on the Hulk Shi. <laughs> Excellent. So that is our beast, that is our menagerie of the macabre for for today. Nice alliteration. Thank Most you. Rare. Thank you. Why don't we quickly <laughs> after much deliberation and deciding conversation and constellation we have emerged from the seedy depths of the uh, pentangle system hut in which we <laughs> <laughs> base our decisions. Okay. So we'll have a quick recap of each of ours. I brought along today to the subject of vampires from around the globe the Tekeloshi the African dream, <laughs> ranked with a, a mid to high physical strength. Baboons are large primates, recognised for their protruding buttocks and vaguely dog-like muscles. Uh, they can be very fast, very strong and excellent climbers. So that's why I'm saying mid to high. Disgustery, like I said, the callous buttocks and rapiness, which is bogus. Yeah, it's kind of bogus. bogus. Murderousness, low. Sickness, yes, but death, unconfirmed with its sickness spreading claw when in bird form. Influence low, it seems to be able to move about without getting recognised, getting up to all sorts of pish. However, mostly goes unrecognised in the media. My God. Uh, it's fear factor, we ranked it as mid. I'm a guy, so it wouldn't really go for me, but I would shit it if it was in birdie form. Yeah, I was the same. I think birdie form's your scariest form. Yeah, so plus, plus we know it can be beaten with milk. Yeah, oh, <laughs> also milk, you know, yeah. can we be yeah. with common milk? So its final uh, pentangle score was 14. <gasps> Jerry, if you'll please remind us of your beast. Mine was the Labosheman. Labosheman. Mm, the Portuguese-Brazilian sex bomb. The <laughs> Portuguese fuck-up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Portuguese fuck-up. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, Physicality, I went low. You know, we decided it was low because it was a tiny wee thing, so mm-hmm. three inches tall, big feet, not very physically impressive. Murderousness also low. Doesn't seem to want to kill its victim. It just wants to kind of feed off them. It kills relationships, but not humans. So it scored pretty low in that. Nice. So it's pretty low at the start, but it picked up a wee bit on disgustery. Tiny wee thing with black teeth that leeches mm. on you. Pretty high disgustery. Influence again. There's no films made about it, but. Both Portugal and Brazil suffer this creature in different forms. Mm-hmm. 
and um, that's two two countries and two different uh, continents get it. So we think separated it's by a large, fast ocean. Mm-hmm. Intercontinental. Inter- <laughs> the intercontinental. It's got, a, it's got a giant belt bigger than it. Carries <laughs> it about. Yes. So high influence, we think, and in terms of fear, pretty high because men and women fear it in relationships, not in relationships. So pretty high fear factor. Again, what at the start, so at the end, we ended up with a pentacle score of 14. Tied. Tied with my guy, whatever it's called. Chris, if you will, remind us of your chap. Yes, uh, Arnold Paul. Remember Arnold? Remember old Arnold? <laughs> the chap who fell off the hay cart, if I'm not mistaken. That's him. Yes. That's him, yes. yes. When you say it like that. The bugger of Belgravia. <laughs> uh, Serbia. Serbia. Fuck. The shithound of Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a, a high murderness because he is pretty murdery. Mm. Really likes the old murder. Um, and influence as well, high because well, he can infect others and ha- well, did infect others. And he's also in the good book. He's yes, in featured in the Osborne Guide. Yeah, we will have world. to uh, talk about this at some point in the show. Most of our supernatural knowledge is drawn from the Osborne Guide to the Supernatural, one of the greatest books ever written. Uh, Phil has his hand placed upon it right now. I'm scared of the picture in the front. <laughs> he's frightening. Um, if you want to play along at home, of course, I would suggest that you buy it. Or download a PDF of it. No. It's very hard to find. No. 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 Frodo. So, Chris, uh, so well, that led to what? So, yes, the discussion um, was also quite disappointing in mediocre <laughs> score. It was disappointing to me. Uh, due to the fact that he was not pure rotten. He, uh, he was pretty fresh. Yeah, he was, he was fresh. Fresh blood. Yeah. He was good. He was, handsome he was, man. He was a bit gory, but aren't we all? <laughs> Um, fear Factor as well um, was fairly decent, but his physical strength really let him down. Arnold Paul should have been in the weights. <laughs> should have hit those weights, Arnold so Paul. So he comes in with a total total score, a respectable eighteen. <laughs> a respectable eighteen. Disrespectful. Okay. Well, my Zhang Shi came in pretty pretty tidy. Not too bad. Not too bad. Zhang Shi's don't have necessarily any legends about them being physically strong so that led to low physical strength but in terms of murderous and taking your life force in terms of disgustery these things are pretty bogging influence they've had films made about them mr vampire of course is the most famous one but also loads of hong kong films it's been in uh, computer games such as dark stalkers spelunky uh, things like that uh, and also it's fear factor we put that in mid-range on fear factor because these things hopping at you it depends on your point of view really and as you said Jerry earlier on it's probably not scary when they're coming towards you but when they're right on you and they're hopping that's probably pretty pretty bogus so mad. with that the Zhang Shi managed to score a 19 Congratulations to the Zhang Shi. Congratulations to the Zhang Shi. We've all learned what is real. The Zhang Shi is real. Do we want to hit up uh, a quiz before we we head up the road? We absolutely do. Now, the first episode, of course, is based on vampires from around the world. Let me hand you the Usborne Guide to the Supernatural. I appreciate that. On page 64. If you're playing at home. uh, You want to (laughs) slide to page 64. (laughs) (laughs) We have the quiz. On vampires, oh, here what we I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you five questions. The when you've got when you think you know the answer, just say your name. Mm-hmm. Do not say the answer before you say your name. So we're going to have a little quick go at it. Chris, say your name. Chris. 
Barry, fuck Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, Philip. Okay, what we're going to do is ask vampire. you five questions. Whoever has the most at the end of the game. Loves vampires the most. Loves vampires the most. Excellent. Okay, so we'll start off on an easy one. Who wrote the novel Dracula? Jerry. Philip. Jerry. Bram Stoker. It was Bram Stoker. Cogstroker. <laughs> to his special friends. How many tails does a Japanese Philip. vampire two. cat have? Two. Two tails. Two tails? That's correct. Yes! You son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't be angry, you're happy with Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Question three. Which Norse god was said to be given... <laughs> Sorry. Which Norse god was said to give the berserkers the great strength in battle? Mmm. Give glove. <laughs> Thor? It is not Thor. Oh. Uh... Philip Odin. It is Odin. Oh, yeah. oh, you're well on your way. What's that going to do with vampires? Who knows, man? It's uh, in the vampire quiz. No. How do you destroy a Lugaroo's vulture skin? Oh. You have a glove? You burn it? You don't burn it, I'm afraid. Jerry? And I know man. this answer because I looked it up earlier. Jerry, does it involve boiling and vinegar? No, but condiments are involved. <laughs> Philip, ketchup. <laughs> Strangle it with ketchup. <laughs> Strangle it with ketchup. It's grinding it with salt and pepper. Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll go for one that we'll all get and just whoever says it quickest. Which Scottish Come demon what, which Scottish <laughs> demon is the shape of a horse? Uh, Philip. Kelpie? It's the Kelpie. Philip yes. wins the quiz. Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Look, before we send each and every one of you up the road, first of all, <laughs> thank you very much for listening Absolutely. to Geshcast Supernatural. It's been an absolute Right, I'm sure you'll agree. <laughs> uh, if you would like to get in touch with the show, you can do by getting in touch on Twitter at Geshcast. Yep, starting with episode two, we're going to hopefully have some comments and suggestions, emails and questions from our listeners from around the globe. Absolutely. And, and death threats. And death threats. We would love to hear more from you. Have you had a supernatural experience? Yes. Have you been impregnated by a ghost? Yes. What did he want with you? Have you seen a Sasquatch? Did he call you? Did he call you after? Mm-hmm. What does he want with us? Have you... Uh, just anything at all, at Geshcast on Twitter, geshcast at gmail.com if you've got an email, and also uh, you want to get Geshcast Supernatural on Skype. All one word, Geshcast Supernatural. We'd love some Skype calls. Yeah, we, we would love, love to hear. If, it, if oh, your right. story's good enough, we will call you back and speak to you. You've got to speak to all four of us. Yeah. One-on-one. Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> but if you have leave a message on Skype, or if you've got a wee ghost tale that you want to tell, or even just a fuck tale, yeah, we'll listen to it. The hornier the better. <laughs> the hornier the better. <laughs> Do you want to give us a quick uh, catch up on your ghost app? See what yeah. we've been given during the show. Since the show started, it's been it's been firing them out fast. You know, there's a slow one, and then it just started yeah. going nuts. Like the me. most important section, I think, we can probably go for carpenter. Mm. Unimportant, compassionate. Who could it be describing? Who could you, well, that's what you think. You think who could they be describing? Mm. A compassionate carpenter, a the, spirit, the original zombie, Jesus Christ. Next, empty wife, husband. That's obviously mm. the Virgin Mary and yes. and Joseph. Yes. And then it ends with crabby fireman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gosh. So make of that what you will. Maybe the devil. 
Crabby like it. Crabby fireman. Look, as always, it's grumpy. important in the world of supernatural to end up with more questions than there were answers. <laughs> so let's leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. And keep watching the skies. <laughs>